0: Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with Zan Tyler. I'm so glad to have you back with me again today, Zan. Um, we are talking about Noah this week and we're talking about culture and how God uses each one of us with whatever platform he's given us to impact his kingdom, just like he did with Noah. But before we jump back in, I wanna thank our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math program, go to CTC Math. Dot com and try them out for free. ctcmath.com. Many, 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 many thousands of homeschool moms and dads have been so um, just blessed by CTC Math because then they don't have to teach math <laughs> like myself. They teach it for you. Try them out. ctcmath.com. Zan, welcome back. Uh, I, I am so encouraged by this conversation and I need this constant reminder that God is doing the the, um, the unseen is that a word? Unseen? Mm-hmm. That is a word. He's doing what we can't see. Yes. It is yes. a word in Webster's Dictionary, Noah Webster's Dictionary, yes, right? That's
1: right. That's exactly right. Who is also, right. let's, let's park there for a minute. Okay. Let's okay.
0: talk about Noah, because this is another Noah that I know you are, you know, familiar with the other Noah. Um, let's talk about, because because we're talking about Noah, Mr. Noah Ark.
1: Um, that's right talk about noah webster for a minute like what kind of impact did he have in culture This is such an amazing story. So first of all, I want to say thank you to the Foundation of American Christian Education. I believe that's what faith stands for. They're the ones who republished the 1828 dictionary that Noah Webster wrote in 1828. And uh, 70,000 words in there have a biblical etymology. And, And it was the first dictionary that really defined our culture. Now we can find a thousand dictionaries online. Well, this was the first dictionary that really set us apart from Europe and England. We had our own spellings. We had our own pronunciations. We had our own definitions. And really, a worldview was built into that dictionary. So here's some interesting things about Noah Webster that I never knew until I read the preface in the dictionary, 1828. He was born in 1758, and he died in 1843. That death date is really important. He descended on his mother's side from um, the governor of, uh, from William Bradford, who was the Pilgrim governor that first came over to the uh, New mm-hmm. World. He was considered a founding father. He graduated from Yale uh, School and Law School. He did a lot of writing for the Federalist Papers. He advised George Washington. I'm telling you this because we don't hear much about him when we speak of the founding. Yeah. So he started writing curriculum in the 1860s um, and and continued on because there wasn't a lot of work for attorneys after the Revolutionary War. People had lost land and money, and, you know, they were poor. They were trying to build themselves back up after a war that demanded a lot from a lot of people. So for more than 60 years, Noah Webster devoted a major portion of his talents to defining and establishing an American Christian educational system. Specifically, he provided the fundamental text for spelling, grammar, reading, History, geography, civics, literature, and an American dictionary. Written from a Christian biblical wow. position, these texts taught pe- pupils the ingredients necessary to maintain our American republic. Now, that is a direct quote from the preface in the 1828 dictionary. I want wow. to say that's important because we don't understand how important that biblically based curriculum was up through the 1840s and and for a hundred years, more than a hundred years, Noah Webster's curriculum was read by most school children north and south and east and west sold over a hundred million copies in that period of time. So this was not an insignificant little blip on the radar. This is one man who built a platform to sell his books and was totally committed to this worldview. And uh, and he died in the 1840s. It's very interesting. In the 1840s is when Horace Mann really came bursting onto the scene and was committed to an anti-God, anti-biblical progressive education. And so we see, mm-hmm. I mean, Noah, really, there's a quote in here about how um, uh it might be said that Noah's books were an arc in which the American spirit rode the deluge of rising anti-Christian and anti-Republican waters, which th- so threatened to inundate the new nation. And so we see what one person can do in terms of kingdom building and fighting for the extension of God's kingdom here on earth and it takes place so much of that fighting and and preparation takes place in the classroom which for us is our home school yeah you know, Teaching kids who they are, like we said earlier, they're made in God's image and the Bible is God's word and freedom was God's idea, not man's. And, you know, all those things we teach from the earliest years are so important. Noah Webster knew that. And we see the difference as our country left the curriculum that Noah Webster wrote. And we go forward with the Horace Mann and Dewey type education and and then we have the Supreme Court that wanted to throw the Bible out of the public schools uh, and out of culture. They're still trying to. <laughs> yes, yes. And yeah. so it, we that's just an have incredible to find, story. Yes, it is. Isn't it? An inc- it was so eye opening for me.
0: It blows my mind that the American public will sit back and go, oh, well, yep, yeah, let's redefine that. That must be what it is. I'm like, no, there's only one definition. There's only one definition for marriage. Marriage is between a man and a woman. We cannot redefine marriage because God created the institution of marriage, right? We can't redefine family because God created the institution of family. And so as we try to redefine what God created and what he made, it's just making a big old heap of a mess out of stuff. And it's why we are where we are today. And so in the last episode, we were talking about culture and how we can all have an impact in culture. And I wanna go back to talking about Noah, um, because you know, God, God called Noah to deliver his family, right. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. in order to save the human race. That's right. And we can all, you know, trace our genealogy back to Noah, but God also had a plan in store for Noah's family, like for his actual immediate family. Um, so why, why do you, I've heard you talk about that before, Talk about Noah's immediate family and how how God used them.
1: You know, it's interesting because I think we we see the bigger picture of Noah more than we see the family picture of Noah. And this, I mean, Mm -hmm. the verse in Hebrews 11 said it was the, depending on which translation you read, it was for the deliverance of Noah's family or for Noah's children. So Noah, first of all, was taking care of his children and his family. And then God used that for a much greater kingdom purpose. So I just want to remind families that while we look at the culture and we want to see what an impact our children can make as they're younger, as they grow older, as they establish households of their own, that God is really concerned about your family and your children. Yeah. It's not a my your your family is an essential part of his kingdom building work. And you know, probably the best illustration I can find in scripture is when we read the book of Judges, it's about it's a, a, about an overview of what's going on with Israel as a nation. Everyone is doing what's right in their own eyes. It, God sent judges to try to bring them back to his senses, and it just keeps getting darker and darker and worse and worse. But during that time of the Judges, there was a little family um, and uh Naomi was the wife, and she and her husband left Bethlehem during a time of famine and went to Moab. And so to make a very long story short, in the Old Testament, when you left Israel, you were leaving the place of God's blessing. Now our place of God's blessing is in Christ. But when they left Bethlehem and went to Moab, and Moab was particularly bad. You can read their history throughout the Old Testament that God hated what the Moabites did to Israel. And, and so they left and went to Moab. And then we, we see God's redemption and that he brings Naomi back with Ruth, who is her Moabitist mother-in-law, uh, daughter-in-law. And, and really when they, Na- when Naomi is in her darkest, worst moment, she's a woman, she has no finances of her own. She's lost her property. Um, and she has this daughter-in-law to care for. God sends a a kinsman redeemer named Boaz to, to Ruth and they marry and they have this child and they place this child in Naomi's lap. And, and this child, Naomi at this point becomes like the great, great grandmother of King David, who is, you know, the lesser son of King Jesus. But that was all any female in Israel wanted at that time was to be in the line of the Messiah. And so we have that great picture of what God is doing in Israel and Judges. But this little family, this microcosm of how he cares for families individually even within the greater picture. So I just never want us to lose sight that in the midst of all of our woes and the things that are going on around us and our personal tragedies, God sees our individual families. And just like with Shaman, when he stood for that lentil field, when we stand for our family, God does a great work.
0: He does see us and he does care. Mm. We'll be right back. We're going to take a break.
1: Remember the songs that you learned as a little child? They're still deep in your memory and on the tip of your tongue, and they'll last a lifetime. Imagine if those precious songs had taught you God's Word. Using the classical model, Bible Quest provides both a plan and ready to use tools like scripture memory songs, games, and activities to make lifelong teaching of the Bible easy and effective. Simply pick a few tools for the week. Practice them together and enjoy how easy and effective teaching God's Word can be. Try four weeks free at BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked. That's R O C K E D. Do you want
0: to encourage independent learning in your students? Do you have multiple students with individual learning styles? Homeschooling is an excellent opportunity to customize your child's education. BJU Press is here to help. For each academic subject, BJU Press has created video lessons that will lead your child through each of their courses. Your child will experience thorough lesson content administered by experienced and engaging teachers who will walk your child through the assignments so they know what to expect. Visit their website at BJUPressHomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your student. We are back with Zan. Um, So, Zan, I I want in these last few minutes that we have, I want to talk about how we can serve our generation today like Noah served his, because he really did have a great impact. And we've, we've talked a lot about that today and impacting God's kingdom. But I want like specifically, how can we truly impact our generation today?
1: You know, I think the thing about Noah is he followed God's leading and he did the hard work of building the ark. And God just blessed him and undertook for him and saved his family and saved others other families through his. And it really reminded mm-hmm. me of a story we were just talking about, Yvette. I went to, Joe and I went to Connecticut last year to speak at a leadership forum, and we went to a harbor there, and there was this little boat called Gerda the Third. and as we talked to the docent, he explained to me the story of this little lighthouse boat. I think it was called the Tender Boat, uh, and it was from Denmark. So I bought the book called Henny's Book that tells a story. I can't remember the name of the author, but it's H-E-N-N-Y, apostrophe H-E-N-N-Y, s Henny's Book, and read it. And it talked about Denmark during World War II. Well, Denmark as a country decided they would not let their Jewish population be decimated like the rest of Europe had been under Hitler. And so they made a pact as a nation they would save as many Jews as they possibly could. And so they banded together and when they found out that they were coming in for, for the Jewish people that lived in their country, they Gerda was a lighthouse ship. So Gerda started ferrying Jews past the light ship and onto to other shores, other countries where these Jews could find refuge. Uh, they, They did really creative things like they would have, they would announce a funeral of a Jewish person in the community. And that would and they would have they say they would say the funeral is going to be held in the hospital because we have this big reception area or big meeting room. And so when the Jews it gave the Jews a reason to go and the hospitals would hide them on floors and beds and give them new names as patients with diagnoses. And if those were. If those beds were taken, then the rest of the Jews could stay in the attic of the hospitals or go home to the apartments wow. of nurses. And so it's story after story like this where they rescued. So out of their, their, their Jewish population wasn't large, maybe 6,800 Jews, but only 300 were killed during the time of Hitler, which was amazing. Wow. And, yeah. you know, and then the Jews, when they came back to Denmark after the war, thought they would just come home to nothing. But the Denmark people, the Danes, had taken care of their apartments and their houses and their businesses. And they walked right back, many of them, into the lives they had left. Now, you you never get over being exiled like that. But I've never heard of a story of rescue like that one. And, you know, that sort of needs to be our heart in this culture. We need to be looking to help other families, rescue them, help them plan an academic strategy, teach them how to homeschool, uh, teach them how they can stand firm for their homes, why their homes matter, and, and just rescue them from this culture that believes that the family, as we've always known it, doesn't matter. And so I believe that our, our families are a light, we can be a light and we just need to reach out a helping hand to those who are around us. Amen.
0: That's a beautiful story. I'm going to have to look for that book. I love, love reading stories like that. And I uh, love reading stories, success stories about the Holocaust and the Jews and, and what God did through people who were obedient to him. So that's a beautiful story. Zan, thank you so much for being with us this week and for sharing and for your encouragement. Um, Guys, we we have a big job to do. So stand strong, continue to stand strong. It's homeschool parents, um, disciple your kids. It's all that matters. Mm. Point them to Jesus and teach them to stand strong in a world that is just flipped upside down right now because we need more kids to be willing to stand strong. This is our next generation. These are the kids growing up who are gonna lead us and take care of us when we're old and gray. And uh, we we need them to know what they believe, why they believe it, and to stand firm on truth. So thank you so much, Zan. You guys can find out more about Zan at ZanTyler.com, correct? That's right. And listen to Zan's upcoming podcast, The Zan Tyler Podcast. Sounds like a talk show, which I guess it really (laughs) is a talk show since it's podcast. It is a talk show, that's (laughs) right. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you've not left a review for the podcast, please go to iTunes, leave a review so that other people know why um, this podcast is making a difference and how it's making a difference in your life. We would love for you to do that. Also, if you haven't seen the movie, go to com, and you can download it from there. You can purchase the DVD and you can see Zan, our very own Zan in the movie herself. She tells her story and so many other people tell their stories and it will bring great encouragement to you. So thank you so much. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you back here on Monday. Bye.